The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 7, verse 36 to 39. One of the Pharisees asked him over for a meal. He went to the Pharisee's house and sat down at the diner table. Just then, a woman of the village, the town hallowed, having learned that Jesus was a guest in the home of the Pharisee, came with a bottle of very expensive perfume and stood at his feet weeping, raining tears on his feet, letting down her hair. She dried his feet, kissed them, and anointed them with the perfume. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man was the prophet I thought he was, he would have known what kind of woman this is who is falling all over him. Please join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you once more for this rare privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord Jesus, I ask that today you will anoint the sound of my voice so that it will go out there and do that which it's supposed to do. And I pray, God, that this message will bring solace to someone out there, to a broken heart today. Lord, I thank you because I know that as always you hear prayers and I want to bless you, Lord, for answering this prayer today. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is The Audacity of the Broken Woman. The Audacity of the Broken Woman. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, our passage today, that is 
Luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 39 reveals three individuals. Jesus, the religious leader named Simon and a nameless uninvited prostitute, the village harlot. This story in this passage should help us to recognize our own failures and draw us to a closer work with Jesus Christ. I always say to people that are close to me that I am a broken man living in a broken world and needing a broken savior. For a long time, I have stopped acting super spiritual. I come to understand that we are all lost. Then Jesus came. As nice as I speak to you, brothers and sisters, some people are still lost. And if you are lost, it's difficult to find your way back. And the good news is that this is the reason Jesus came into this space. So that he can find the lost, the broken, and mend them. And so, the woman we're about to look at her story today was one of those lost souls and broken. But something spectacular happened in her life. The story begins by telling us that Jesus went to supper with sinners. When a sinner met Jesus Christ, sin and the temptation to sin loses its appeal. That is what Jesus alone can do. No other Messiah on this planet before, now, or after could do that but Jesus Christ. Sin no longer holds them captive when they meet Jesus. This message is not designed to condemn anyone who is listening to the sound of my voice this very hour. But it is designed for you, the listener, to see yourself as Jesus sees you. A sinner who needs to be loved. A sinner needing the love of Jesus Christ. It's so easy for Christians to feel that they have no sin. And you know what? The Bible says, if you say you have no sin, you lie. The truth is not in you. Let's move on. Sinners, tax collectors, murderers, thieves, and prostitutes were all strangely attracted to this man, Christ Jesus. And why? Brothers and sisters, this attraction is like magnet to metals. And let me say something today that you probably have never heard anywhere else. Sin attracts Jesus. And Jesus attracts sinners. You know why? Because the righteous 
doesn't need Jesus. It's only the one who feel inadequate will be attracted to what Jesus have to offer. It's only the one who feel he or she have done something wrong at one time or the other will buy into the mission of Jesus Christ on this side of eternity. Now, when these sinners met with Jesus, they loved him. In the same way, I do not know why you are in the state where you are right now. But I will tell you that a personal encounter with Jesus Christ will always be an awe-inspiring experience. It has the propensity to propel you to a new life in Jesus Christ. Praise God. Simon, one of the Pharisee, invited Jesus over for a dinner. Although we are not exactly sure why. Maybe he was just trying to get to know Jesus better by having this kind of interaction with him. It is just like inviting someone over for coffee or a meal. Luke chapter 7 verse 37 to 38 says this, As they were eating, a woman of the village Remember, this woman is an uninvited and nameless guest, also known as the town hallowed, having learned that Jesus was a guest in the home of the Pharisee, came with a bottle of very expensive perfume and stood at his feet, weeping, raining tears on his feet letting down her hair she dried his feet kissed them and anointed them with a perfume we don't know why this woman approached Jesus however whatever might have been her motive was compelling enough for her to take that bold step think of her reputation in her community imagine the humiliation the stares her audacity to meet jesus her audacity to want to meet with jesus and her affectionate display must have angered the people the more they will say who is this woman that want to meet with jesus and even weeping and using her hair, her hair for that matter, was her glory as the Bible said. And this perfume, we don't know where she got it from, but we do know her job. So she must have gotten this money to buy the perfume that she used to worship Jesus. Brothers and sisters, those around you may not be happy with you, they may not be happy with your audacity to trust God in your capacity right now, even as I speak. But it doesn't matter. 
what they think about you. Let me tell you a brief story. A few years ago, I was asked to write a research protocol by a well-known professor of a renowned university in the United Kingdom. I wrote the protocol, but instead of encouraging me and put me right, he said to me, I cannot supervise your project because I don't think you know your subject well enough. Well, brothers and sisters, the reason I enrolled for that program in the first place was because I wanted to learn in spite of my dyslexia or my neurodiverse situation. I wanted to learn, but this professor looked down on me and put me down. But you know what? In my email to him, I said, thank you, dear professor, for the time you spent looking at my proposal. And I am sorry, I am unable to meet your standard at this time. However, I want you to know that I would not let your opinion define my persona or my character. You know why? Because my character is not designed or built on any professor or any person. I do not give people the right to define who I am in Christ Jesus. By the grace of God, I am who I am in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, there will be times, there will be many, many times that many people would not be comfortable with your audacity to meet Jesus Christ, with your audacity to be who you are meant to be. But you know what? The book of Psalms, chapter 23, verse 5 says this. You provide delicious food for me in the presence of my enemies. You have welcomed me as your guest. Blessings overflow. Wow. Wow. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Blessing overflow. Each time that the Lord blesses you is in the presence of your enemy. The presence of those who would put you down. The presence of those who would not be comfortable with you. My brothers and my sisters in Jesus Christ. This scripture is talking about you today. The table God prepared for you is right before the eyes of your enemies. But you must be rest assured of Jesus' presence in your life. Luke chapter 7 verse 39. It says, When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man was the prophet I thought he was, 
he would have known what kind of woman this is who is falling all over him. This is interesting, brothers and sisters. For some reason, we have the impression that Simon, the one who invited Jesus, knew the kind of woman this nameless individual was. She was a prostitute. However, what I want to bring to your attention this day is this. The internal monologue taking place in this story. That's what I want to draw your attention to. Simon's internal monologue seriously questioned the validity of Jesus' claim of being a prophet. Either Jesus is a prophet or he isn't or he's fake because of the way he responded to this woman's affection as displayed. Because of the way Jesus responded to the audacity of this woman. Whichever way, Simon forgot that Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says this. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is the designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So, why Simon was going through this in his mind, Jesus sure knew what was going on in the mind of Simon. Simon was condemning the woman in his heart because of what he knew about her. He sees himself as righteous and the woman as a sinner. And even in his heart, he thinks that he is better than Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I have lots of experience of uh, brothers and sisters who thinks in their mind that they are better than me or than you or than another person because they think that they are better Christians. But here, Jesus knew what was going on, the internal monologue in Simon. And this brings us to our own community, where we live, what we do, how sometimes we feel isolated. And I feel sorry for anybody listening to Numa podcast today that is feeling rejected by people. Don't worry. Jesus never rejects you. And this is why I'm talking about the audacity of the broken woman. It's only a broken person that needs to be mended. Not the self-righteous, super-spiritual people. Jesus never came for people like that. But he came so that he can mend you. You who is broken. You who is in pieces. You who feel condemned. That's why Jesus came. Jesus came for you. That feels that way. It doesn't matter 
what others think in your mind. Just remember 1 John chapter 5 verse 17. It says, every wrong is a sin. You see, every wrong, not just that sin or that thing that you name sin, even what you're thinking in your heart is sin in itself. And no sin is bigger than the other. No sin is greater than the other. And no sin will enter into heaven. And this is why we need that time to come to that place and recognize that indeed we are broken people. If we're not broken, there would have been no need for Jesus to come here in the first place. Let's hear what Jesus has to say. And that's the book of Luke again, chapter 7, verse 40 to 42. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, Teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50, and when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely gave them both. Both owe a debt to a creditor, but one debt was ten times larger. The problem was neither one could repay their debt, so the creditor forgave them both. It is obvious that Jesus is the creditor here in this story. And at the table with him are two debtors, the nameless woman, the harlot, thought of herself as a great sinner. But Simon thought of himself as a pretty good person, sinless, super spiritual, super designing. He had probably sinned a few times in his life, but overall, he thought he was righteous. Notice in the story that neither one could repay their debt. If a debt is too large to repay, does it matter how large it is? That's a question. A debt of two months wages doesn't seem that large, but the debtor who was unable to repay it. It doesn't matter if you owe 500 pounds or 5,000 pounds. You can't repay the debt. And back then, there was no such thing as declaring bankruptcy. Any unpayable debt is an unpayable debt. Debt is debt, whether it's large or small. Simon doesn't realize it. But he is just as much of a sinner as the woman is. He has just as big of a debt as she does. It is not about how much sin we commit. It's about how much we recognize our sins. The good news is this. The more we love Jesus, the more we appreciate his generosity to forgive and this is why grace is defined as unmerited favor. We don't merit the goodness of God. But come on, God gives us that opportunity, that privilege. 
But we must have the audacity of the broken woman to approach the presence of Jesus. And this is captured succinctly within the Lord's Prayer, which says, Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. In this scenario, Jesus reveals exactly what kind of prophet he is. Not only does he know what kind of woman that nameless woman was, and not only does he also read Simon's thought correctly, Jesus knew the woman was a prostitute and uninvited to the party, and yet he welcomed her to worship him. In the same way, that privilege is extended to you who is listening to the sound of my voice today, right here, right now. Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Brothers and sisters, I don't know where you are right now in your journey with Christ Jesus. Perhaps you've been in faith, but something happened and you decide not to follow anymore because you think that God doesn't know about you. I am here to tell you today that God knows you. He knows about the problem that you have. He knows about your struggle. Some of you continue to find yourself in one sinful way or the other. And as a result, you said, no, I can no longer be a Christian because I cannot be. I'm too sinful. But let me say this to you, brothers and sisters. Jesus came for the sinner. But you must have the audacity of the broken woman to be able to appreciate why Jesus came to this world for your sake. And with this, I will say, may the Lord bless you, even as I invite you now to join me as I pray. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you again for this moment with my brothers and my sisters in Jesus Christ. I ask today, Lord, that as many that would listen to this podcast, that you will really listen to them and hear their prayers and reach out to them, oh God, just as you reach out to that nameless woman, that prostitute, with the audacity to come boldly before your throne, your place, where you are. Father, I thank you because I know that your loving kindness is beyond our human comprehension. And I seal this prayer, Father, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I owed a debt I couldn't pay And it was growing every day But Jesus paid it all for me On the cross of Calvary He died for men like you and me 
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.